my projection for next season. We will finish highly ambitious fourth. How? <laughs> oh my lord! I, I, I'm envisaging fourth. I believe that Jorginho, in that Pep system, would be one of the best midfielders in the world. And I've That's fully a bold, bold I statement. That. I bold statement. That. The keeper, the David de Gea. I well, still no, think he's number one keeping Premier. Had a bad end to the season. Torrid end to the season. I, I do think he's number one. Over Allison and Edison. Allison, I'm not confident in. And Edison, Allison, I like Edison. Why? I'm not. I, why? I'm not, I'm not fully sold on Allison. Why? I'm telling you, huge AD fan. AD and Le, people, and people are sleeping on AD. People don't know AD's coming for the MVP this year. Yeah. Let LeBron feed him. LeBron's gonna feed the beast. Eyes on the ball. Yo, eyes on the ball, EOTB, we're here, we're local, finally. We local. We got this thing up we and running. <laughs> Fam, deep how hard it's been to get this. Damn. We've actually Let's jumped been through hoops, hurdles, go through a bloody obstacle course. Fam, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. But now we're proper happy to finally have this out. My name's Daniel. And I'm Darren. As you said, we're happy to be here. You know, it took us a while to get, to get things running. You know, we jumped through some hoops, had to... Damn. Run some logistics and shit. Um, like. Had to had to pull a leg. I'm telling break you, break an arm. You, you know what I'm it was a, a long process, but mm. as you said, happy to be here. Happy to provide that quality content. You know, we're gonna be covering some football, talking some football, talking yeah. some NBA. Yeah, little NFL. Had UFC. a little little UFC cheeky little boxing. boxing. You shout out Pacquiao and Furman. Uh, shout out White and Oscar Rivas. Trust me. So we got we got we got a lot of sports. Um, to offer you, yeah, yeah. Um, literally the idea behind this podcast is obviously to provide quality content, is to provide a platform in which our friends, our families can all comment and like basically start a debate, do you get what I'm saying, yeah, get, start get a conversation, a conversation yeah. get some di- dialogue going on between like everyone who's yeah. involved and like who, take, who uh, actually pays attention to what's going on in the sporting world. Do you get what I'm saying? And as long as you pay attention, if you pay attention to us, obviously you'll be informed. But if you pay attention to the sporting world and then you want a platform where you feel like you want to share your idea, you're going to be able debate, to, exactly. You're going to be able to your guys. Your own you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And even in saying that, make sure you follow up the Twitter page. Um, EOTB underscore pod. Do you know what I'm saying? At EOTB underscore pod. But yeah, as you were saying, it's a platform not only for ourselves, but you know, we're going to have a number of guests on. Yeah. Speaking their mind on what's going on in the sporting world. Yeah. Premier League season starting soon, you know, nothing but hot takes coming from the you Premier League. NBA season starting, the NFL season starting soon. And fam, we're all about learning, all, all about experiencing new things. Do you trust know what I'm saying? Me, trust me. And trust me. Like, it's all about having uh, healthy debates. Having an opinion doesn't mean that your opinion is correct. I mean, in, which, in some cases, like my case, and my opinion's pretty much all the uh, time, right? Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you don't always have to be right. Like, it's all about learning, fam. If you're not coming into a debate, trying to be educated, mind. yeah, trying to, trying to be educated with an open mind, then you're just trying to get into a shouting match. Exactly. That's not exactly. what we're trying to do. Obviously, our debates will get heated at times. Definitely. But, yeah, coming exactly. to a sound conclusion is a priority. Yeah, exactly. So, it's all good, man. And what, all we're trying to do is, you know, uh, Bring as much knowledge to the table as we can, yeah, yeah, 100%. and then provide a you know a, a, a logical explanation or a logical as to why we believe a certain thing. Exactly. And even in saying that, we're coming to a conclusion to our conclusion, but it doesn't mean you can't disagree with that. Exactly. If you want to disagree with that, get to the Twitter page, Just share your opinion, and then we'll comment. Obviously, cool. if you're able to convince us that our opinion is wrong, then we will hear that. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? So, and we're not know-it-alls, you know, we're not like, I mean, guys that speak claim for yourself, to, but listen, we are not know-it-alls. We don't know yeah, it all, yeah, you know, yeah. we don't, regarding okay. sports, you know, there's, there's always someone that knows more than yeah. you regarding anything in life. So all we're trying to do is grow. We're trying to provide quality content for you guys, obviously. And, yeah. you know, it will, it will help uh, receiving uh, knowledge from you guys because, you know, knowledge is power at the end of the day. Yeah, I'm saying. We never know it all. Never, literally. <laughs> and just going forward, our aim is, it's not just going to be um, me and Darren speaking to you guys, sharing our opinions. We hope to bring as many guests as possible in future episodes to like, for them to also share their opinions yep. and then for you to react. Um, it's literally chilled, laid back, laid back. Yeah, man, that's like, the we're just, it's basically like a bunch of guys 
just cooling off with a camera in the corner or, or mic in the corner. Do you get what I'm saying? And we're, we're just, not, we're we're just we're not, we're not making any cash out from this. We're not making any <laughs> cash out. Do you get what I'm saying? We're just doing this. Like, think about sixth form times. For the love of sports. For the love of sports, sixth form times. Secondary school times where you're just debating, you're sharing across Having your opinion. Passionate, passionate conversation. On your way, on your way to, to, to periods, getting getting late for class just you because you're saying? having passionate debates about what happened last night. Do you get what I'm saying? But fam, we're just putting a mic um to that conversation. Literally. And yeah, man, it's, it, will, it will be blessed, isn't it? Well, we're definitely looking forward to, to moving forward and covering, you know, the Premier League and the yeah. NBA season. We can't wait and we get cracking, yeah. Yeah, let's dive in. So, as a big Chelsea fan, how do you feel the summer's going so far? Um, well, <laughs> Chelsea, man. I mean, drama every summer. I mean, Trust me. there's always Trust something me. going on Trust at the bridge. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm happy about the Frank Lampard appointment. Obviously, one of the greatest Premier League servants. Uh, is the league scene, yeah. the league scene, and um, so hopefully, you just translates his on field presence to the dugout. And I'm hoping that um, him and Jody Morris can obviously utilize the young group of players that we've been able to acquire and had on our books for such a long time now and actually develop them into becoming staple Premier League players. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you think uh, one year at Derby was enough to give him the Chelsea job? Um, if, if I'm being if I'm being real, I don't think so. I think obviously the job has come quite early for him. One year is very like short, and obviously you have to remember a big reason as to why he's got this job is because he's one of Chelsea's biggest servants. You know what I'm time, saying? Yeah. Like no manager, even if he managed the Championship team, the best Championship team would get, a chance would get to, the Chelsea job yeah, after exactly. one year in management. So exactly, yeah, he's got it early. But in saying that. He does have an advantage over a lot of other managers. He probably knows more than 60% of the squad already. already yeah. Like, yeah. easily. Similar to the Oli appointment. Similar to the Oli already appointment. Already has already been with the players. He's even much more closer to Chelsea, I would say, than Oli is to yeah, Man United yeah, yeah. because of just the players' factor. And he's and arguably the greatest Chelsea player. Do you get what I'm saying? So time. he's everyone, everyone at the club knows Frank Lampard. Lampard. Yeah. They've heard of him, they've seen him, they know he's about, like, and. One big thing about Chelsea is, in terms of their managers, the manager has to be a good man-manager. Yeah. And Frank Lampard will be that. He already will command respect. From he, individual players. Exactly, yeah. players that he's played with and all these youngsters who look up to being the next Frank Lampard of Chelsea Football Club. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. I, I just want to take advantage. I would say uh, take advantage of the players that we have. Loftus-Cheek, even though he's not that young, but Loftus-Cheek... On his way back from injury. hudson Odoi. Another Achilles injury. <laughs> Mason Mount. Up and comer. Zuma, Tammy and Tomori. That's a nice little Those are core of young players. Do you get what I'm saying? To, to mould. Six good players to literally mould our team around. And um, yeah, I, I have, I have, I want to be realistic, but I'm also optimistic. Optimistic. <laughs> you know so how would you, <laughs> you know how, yeah. how would you expect your starting lineup to look for the first game of the season against the your team. Manchester United? Your the team. Manchester United. Um, even though we're in a shambles right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, starting lineup. Even before saying that, my projection for next season, we will finish highly ambitious fourth. Oh, <laughs> oh my lord! I, I, I'm envisaging fourth. Top four. With all them young players make, with playing all the major young players, A blend of young players with the experience. One thing people need to remember is, of course, Hazard is a huge hole. Left a gaping huge hole in Chelsea. But now we're moving forward as a team rather than having one star to get us out of trouble mm-hmm. all the time. Do you mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? So I think we're, we need to come out of that a bit. Um, but I think it's, it's it's tougher to 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 develop team chemistry than just to rely on one guy. Hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. But at the same time, because Frank Lampard is so ingrained in the club, I have full confidence in him that he will be able to build team chemistry. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand. So it's going to be like, tough within one year, though. It's going to be, gonna be tough. tough. It's going to be very tough. We'll see in it. And also, obviously, Champions League. I think it doesn't help that he's in the Champions League. Doesn't help. At doesn't all. help because you guys are relying on young players no, but, already. It's good experience for them at the same time, though. Yeah. Regardless of whether we go out in the group stages, I 
be happy for no, 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 Mount, definitely. Tammy, be all these experience. guys to get Champions League experience. Definitely, definitely. Playing against the best players in the world. So I don't mind that at all. Um, so starting lineup, if I go through that, in goal, first game of the season, I expect in goal to be Kepa Aritha Balaga. Got the best name in football. <laughs> Aritha Balaga. I like Kepa. You know you want to say it, man. Say no, it. I'm good. I'm no, good. I'm good. <laughs> Kepa Aritha Balaga. Um, right back, Mr. Reliable. Mr. Fantastic, Cesar Azpilicueta. Staple. Staple. He's in the he's in there. Um center backs. We've got a lot of centre backs, you know. I think you like quality in that spot though. Uh yeah, you could say that for Chelsea anyway. Yeah, I think if another team outside the top four had the selection of centre backs, they would be oh, very yeah, happy. 100%, 100%, 100%. 100%. Look at Arsenal, they're crying out for a centre back. Literally, got centre backs they could course once out. Yeah. So I would say Number number one number one centre back would be Kazuma at the club, which is tough. I think because he's coming back from loan, it's mm. going to be tough to ask him to be the the number one centre back on the team sheet when he is literally he was out of favour. The last time he was under you guys, he was out of favour. But it wasn't even um, him being out of favour. You have to remember the circumstances. So he, the reason why he started going out on loan in the first place is because of the horrific injury he had under Mourinho yeah, yeah, yeah. in Mourinho's second stint. Mourinho was trying to put him into the squad and he had a bad injury. Then obviously he went out on loan to Stoke. Stoke, the loan wasn't great. They got relegated. Yeah, exactly. That. But then he got his move to Everton. I think he played well. He played well. Everton. Played very well. Yeah. Established a good partnership with Michael Keane. Yeah. And that's why Marco Silva even wants him back. So I think he's ready to step up. He he's And that's a major role from like, a number one centre-back for to a top four team. Like the guys, yeah. those guys in the past are Virgil van Dijk. Those guys are... Like, I think Zuma is on players. his way to being... Very good because for an after defender in quotation marks, you yeah. want to call him that. Yeah. He's very good at passing. His long range passing is good. His short range passing is all right as well. Mm. Maybe the only thing he needs to work on is maybe his touch yeah, yeah, yeah. in and around the box and things like that when he's under pressure. But he's very quick, very strong, yeah. and aerially, he's brilliant. Dominant as well. So he's astute there. So yeah, Zuma, his partner, I'll say David Luiz. Obviously, got a mistake in him. He's got a mistake in them, no doubt about that. But I do believe that David Luiz provides a lot going forward. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And he's arguably one of the best in the league going, and going forward. forward. Yeah, te- technically he's very good. And with the way Frank Lampard... Set pieces. Set pieces. And with the way Frank Lampard wants to play, especially he hasn't really got a specific, let's say, tiki-taka style. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. It's, um, very specific um, build up yeah. type of thing but he does want to play passing football you said yeah, that exactly. wants to play passing football wants to play reactive football in a way so just set up in response to the opposition yeah do you get what I'm saying so left back left back Emerson I'll say if we play four at the back I'll say that's, I want, that's probably your weakest spot within the back five yeah the left back yeah the left back 100% Emerson is the weakest but at the same time I feel like he had a very he had a an above average season for Emerson. Fair enough. Do you get what I'm saying? Fair enough. So we didn't really expect much from him yeah. and he produced. He played his role well. Played his role. That assist in the cup finals. And he was an improvement the, the from Marcus Alonso. A big improvement. Marcus Alonso is a good football player, but the problem is when you play four at the back, he's a liability. He's a liability. Especially when offensively his assists and goals dry up. Yeah. Because exactly. for a defender, he had a lot of goals and assists yeah, in the yeah, yeah. season. That's why I say exclamation mark at the end. Marcus Alonso, you are not a left back. You are a left wing back. <laughs> As in a left wing back. So, I'll go with Emerson just based on the fact yep. that Emerson is better than Marcus Alonso. Marcus Alonso. Um, I'll tell you, we'll be playing a 4-2-3-1 formation. Yep. We'll play Jorginho and Kante. So, I think... How it, they should be played. Okay. With yep. Kante next to Jorginho rather than Jorginho having to Played a defensive midfield role by himself. himself. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I agree. I agree that Sarri's system was. It didn't put Jorginho in a position to be successful. I don't think it did. Yeah. Or well, in his role. So after the first 14 games, exactly. when he people got found started, out. yeah, clocking onto the system, I think he didn't look good in the system yeah, exactly. anymore. Do you exactly. get what I'm saying? But I think that's not. That's not to Jorginho's ability. This is one thing I want to say to Chelsea fans and to fans all around the world. Because he got a lot, he caught a lot of stick. He did, he did. He caught a lot of Jorginho stick. is a quality, quality football player who I believe that you need to remember there's a reason why Pep wanted him before the season. And just a disclaimer Fair out enough. there, in my opinion, of course, this is hypothetical, this is my opinion, but I believe that Jorginho 
in that Pep system would be one of the best midfielders in the world. And I have That's fully a bold, believe that. Bold I believe statement. That. I honestly bold believe statement that. In, in the, the Pep world. system. In the Pep system. Are you talking 100%. about? You're talking about defensively or not even or defensively because you need to remember. No, I mean, as in a defensive midfielder or. So in the final mirror, in the final yeah. mirror, and that's because Pep system works in a way where every single player is made to look good, and every single player works for each other. Yeah, you get yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I think Jorginho would have thrived in that. The fact that there's players running all around him, and no, ma- no matter who they him. play, they they'll have the the, the lion's share of possession, exactly. and he thrives, and he thrives on when having he the, the ball. ball. Exactly, and that's literally it. Look at all his passing stats for Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone was saying it was null and void, but really and truly, I think it's... So obviously, you know, that's a big role. It's a big keeping role. Things keeping things ticking. Pe- possession, keeping things ticking. Exactly so who's the, the three attacking midfielders? So the three attacking midfielders to start the season, I would say Pulisic gets his home, home or away, de- away debut. Let's say yep, that. Yep, yeah, it's like OT. Yeah. Um, so big Pulisic big starts, shoes to big fill shoes. in. Big, but big, no, big But shoes. that's what I was going to even say to you. I don't want Pulisic... I don't want people to see Pulisic as a hazard replacement. He's yeah. just someone else we bought, yeah. a young player that we want to develop. Yeah. Yeah. And really and truly, we never, know, we never know what Pulisic is going to turn out to be, in my opinion. No, he could, I'm be, not expecting, could, be, special. could be special. could be special. I'm not saying, oh, he's got to be the best player in the world in yeah. the next five years. But you never know. We just never know. Um, I would say in the hole, you yeah. play Mason Mount. Loftus-Cheek is not available. I'd say you give him that start. He, Lampard is going to need to show a lot of confidence in him to play him. 1,000%. 1,000%. And I think a lot of the Chelsea fans will also appreciate the fact that he's using these young players in these big games. If, if he does play like with those guys up top, that's a big investment in the youth. Big investment. 100%. And it's a big show of confidence. A big exactly. sign that, fam, if you play well and it's not even like, oh, Lampard's coming, young players are going to definitely play. If you play well and you, you show that you play well, you will get a chance. 100%. So on the left? On the left, I would say... Pedro, just because of the fact that going into the season now, yeah. I don't know where the goals are coming from. Exactly. And and yeah. I would rather play Pedro than Willian because Pedro has a goal in him. Yeah, yeah. Willian yeah, isn't you. really a goal scorer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. So just, just to see how the season, maybe to give us an idea of where the season is going, yeah. I'll see you have a free of Pulisic, Pedro, Mason Mount. Mason Mount. Up front. I think you've got some issues there, you know. You weren't I mean, able to you weren't able to sign anybody due to um yeah. the transfer ban. Yeah. You lost Higuain. Yeah. So the strikers you have left are Olivier Giroud. Yep. He's a goal scorer. He is a opportunist. He's a he's I think he's a valuable player. Like on at Arsenal, he was undervalued. However, he's not a starting striker for a top four team. Do you think so? I, I don't think he is. For 38 games, I don't think he is. Mm. Uh Tammy Abraham, a young up and comer, very bright future, but again. He's not there yet to be a starter for a top four team. Mm. And lastly, Mishi Bashuai. Coming back from loan against Crystal Palace, you know, could be a good player. But again, not a starting calibre striker for a top four team. Similar to Origi. Origi's a good player. He can come in, he gets goals. He play, he plays his role well. Got a win in the Champions League final. However, he, he's not a starter for a top... Or Liverpool or even a, like a contending team. Mm. He's not a starter for a contending team. Just, just in response to that, I just think, let's talk about Tammy and Mishi first. Yep. I think both players deserve, both players deserve a chance. Yeah. Because in my opinion, you could say that. But you're not, you're not no, going to no, be no. able to give them both a chance because there's only well, one. Of course, spot. there's only one spot. That's dependent though, because in the recent preseason game, um, Lampard actually started um, Tammy and Michi up front, and we won four 0 uh, what formation was that? Then? So that was in a four, diamond. Four, oh, okay, in the, okay, in the okay. four four two diamond. So yeah, but we never Kante know. or Jorginho sitting. No, obviously because it was a preseason game, so it was um, Jorginho yeah, Jorginho sitting with Kovacic, Barkley, and then Mason Mount. Oh, okay. Yeah. So obviously Kante Kante just recently came back as well. Oh yeah, 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 yeah from yeah. injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, but everyone deserves a chance in my opinion, and like you need to also remember that not every player. Starts out as a world beater. Yeah, do you get what I'm saying? Obviously not. You're just gonna have to take a punt, and we really and truly don't really have a choice. If I quickly read out um, Mitchy's stats, yep. When he was at Chelsea's first season, 20 games, a lot of them off the bench. Yep. He yep. scored yep. five goals. Second season, 12 goals, 12 games, two goals. Yep. 
in the Bundesliga at Dortmund, 10 games, 7 goals. Not bad. Very good return. Valencia on loan, 15 games, 1 goal. And he played a lot of those games and that wasn't a good return. Good last, last season at Palace. And then his last season at Palace, 11 games, 5 goals, which I think is a good return, especially because he didn't start a lot of those games as well. Yeah, but I think if you're competing against Benteke, who is, he's been bad over the past few no, seasons. No, but the reason why Benteke was playing is because Benteke was the main guy. Michi wasn't brought in to come and start. Do you get what I mean? No, but I understand that. But at the same time, I'm saying he should have been able to steal the starting role from Benteke if you're expecting him to be a starting. I mean, there were a few games left in the season and it was like, Palace weren't really... Like, I, I can't tell you what Palace's... Um, that mindset. Yeah, mindset was in who they selected. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But what I can tell you is that the stats say he scored five goals in 11 games. Yeah, yeah. And which is, which is a quality return. enough return, yeah, yeah. yeah. For someone who went out on loan to a team that he doesn't really know and yeah. all of that. But so, I still think, you know, the stats are the stats are decent. But at the same time, asking him to to, to play a role such as that, like a starting caliber striker for a top four team, I think that's a reach. And I think that's a reach. I think, obviously, I think Giroud will be the... Do you think Who do you think will be the starting striker for you guys? I first, think Michi will be the starting striker. Michi. No, I, I, do, I honestly do think so. Because Michi is a big... We bought him for £32 million and his reputation does precede him because at Marseille, 36... In his last season at Marseille, he played 36 games and scored 17 goals, which is a lot of goals. Yes. And it's good a season. very good... Like, it's a very good season. So, like... Yeah, it's a quality season. I think Michi just needs a chance, needs a coach who will develop him as well because mm-hmm. I think he does have it. He just needs to be fine-tuned, basically. So I, I think he needs to get get high level game, high level competition games under his belt. Exactly, and and then maybe you know, given the chance to finish chances, given the chance exactly. to show that yeah, he can he be can a be main Chelsea guy. striker. I think the problem of Chelsea's whole striking thing just comes down to the fact that we should have got Lukaku when we got Morata, and United should have taken Morata instead of Lukaku. In my opinion, they're both dead, man. But. <laughs> Yeah, man. But yeah, Tammy, of course, as well, will get his chance. 37 games last year and he scored 25 goals. And very impressive. Very, very impressive. impressive. Obviously, he's... I like Tammy as well. Championship merchant. I like Tammy. He will get his chance. Obviously, at Swansea, it wasn't great. He started the bulk of the games and only scored five goals, I think, in about 30 games. No, but I think when I, when I did watch him play, he played well. He was their go-to guy. Like Even though he didn't get numbers-wise, that's obviously because they didn't have the ball a lot. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? but then just speaking about Chelsea, we want to, obviously... You, you guys are going to have the ball a lot more. Exactly. Yeah, but that should give him opportunities. Obviously, if he's playing, yeah, he should get opportunities to score goals. And 100%. I think he's capable. I think he is capable. So, yeah, just to wrap up that lineup, I think up front, first game of the season, will be Mishi Bashwai. Yeah. Go on. Give me your best 11. Who, who are we going up against? Well, I'm hoping we do some more business. In, yeah, in, obviously you have the opportunity. Yeah, to you do know, business. Harry Maguire. <laughs> that's someone that needs to be signed up really soon. Hopefully, yeah. uh, Bruno Fernandez. That's another guy that I want because we need an addition to the centre midfield. We lost Ander Herrera yeah. for free, and that's a big L for me. So we need someone to fill in that role and even be better than Herrera, to be honest. So yeah. I, I keep I think Herrera was a big, a big loss. Fam, like. That's that's a guy that knows how to play his role. Yeah, whether role. you ask him to man mark, whether you ask him to be offensive, whether you ask yeah. him to be defensive, yeah, he's a quality contributor. So you know we need yeah, someone that loss, can play though. a role. So yeah, starting with that with the keeper, I got David de Gea. Well, uh, you still n- think he's number one keeper in the Premier? Had a bad end of the season. Torrid end of the season. I, I do think he's number one over Allison and Edison. Allison, I'm not confident in, and Edison, I Allison, like Edison. Why? I'm not. I, why? I'm not. I'm not Fully sold on Alice. Why? I'm just not like I don't. Premier League Golden Glove, Champions League Golden Glove, Copa America Golden Glove. What more do you want? I I put the, I don't completely put that down to the back four, but Virgil Van Dijk came in and completely changed the outlook of the Liverpool defense. You're gonna look better when you've got the, and Matic. How, how how what expectations did we have for Matic? Yeah, obviously whatever he that we did have, he, he played very style. well. One thing, Robert, I Robertson and um, Trent. Trent, them man are what. Them are not diamonds right now. Them man ain't going for anything less than 100 mil. Uh, I do hear you to so, an extent. But, but one saying, thing I want when you're to behind do... the back four like that, it's not hard to look good. But just uh, just think about the fact that regardless of how good your defence is, 
your goalkeeper does win you 12 points. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. No, but Alisson won them 12 and points. And he committed a number of mistakes. One, one mistake. No, a number of it mistakes. It was one. Nah, the Leicester number. game. Where he committed a cross turn. Man trying well, to throw fan. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. No, that's but what I'm saying. That's Edison, Edison will try that, but Edison will pull it off. So you think Edison's better than Alisson? I'd take Edison over Edison. Wow. I genuinely would take Edison wow. over Edison. Wow. But anyway, neither of those guys are better than David De Gea. Uh, so we're I starting disagree. with David. I do think Edison's best, but yeah. That's fine. Uh, David De Gea, mm-hmm. uh, who needs to step up because he had a bad end to the, to the year. So he needs to sign his new deal and, yeah. get, and get back to his, his form. Uh, at left back, Luke Shaw, who won player of the year, who didn't deserve it. Luke Shaw is, like, fair enough, he's a young player. I'm worried though. Because there's been a lot of expectations on Luke Shaw and he's wasted a lot of his years. Yeah, expectations, outside expectations. He can't control Not outside, that. inside as well. He, he on, I believe he believed as well he would be great as well. No, but injuries set him back. This was his first year where he was, and he, there was points when he wasn't even starting. He would be there on the bench, fit, and he wouldn't get an opportunity. Obviously, complaints about his, uh, his conditioning and him being in shape. However... Yeah, that's because you, you man like Ashley Young, they had loyalty to him. <laughs> guys were... He didn't get an opportunity. Last year was his first year where he got... He he knew he was the, the left-back that, that should play every game. Yeah. So this year, I'm expecting a big improvement. I'm expecting him to to fulfil some of the potential that we, we know he's capable of. Yeah, right-back. Right-back, new signing. Very happy, very happy about the signing. Quality player. The numbers say it all. Aaron Wambasaka, you know, young player, expecting a lot. Uh, That's one thing com- I would say in comparison to like Liverpool and Man City, you do have like fullbacks. So fullbacks are like, we need to go back and forth. Yeah, yeah. And we've got, and guys, we've got that guys that are capable of Shaw and Shaw and, and, if Sh- Sh- and I trust Oli to get Shaw in very, very good shape this preseason. Mm. So Shaw and Wan-Bissaka, those guys, I'm expecting a big year from the two of them. And then defensively and going forward. And then your centre-backs. Centre-backs, Harry Maguire, hopefully he's brought in. That would be a quality addition for me. I've been a big fan. Back in his whole days, I, w- I was shouting Aaron Maguire. So, yeah. hopefully he... I mean, David Moyes wanted to buy him when he was at Sheffield United. <laughs> and <laughs> so people he, are calling him a wizard he, because he, of he, he, saw, he saw something we all did. Yeah, exactly. So, Harry Maguire and Victor Lindelof. Lindelof. I wouldn't mind... Yeah, I wouldn't mind... Over Bailly? Yes. Lindelof proved that he's our best centre-back last year. But Bailly... I it's, think... it's a three-man rotation. Bailly needs to play next to Annoying Bill. So it's, <laughs> whether it's Lindelof or Maguire. No, but that's what I'm saying. Man. I think Bailly with Maguire works better than Lindelof with Maguire. No, there's an argument to be made for that. Because Bailly, I'm not going to displace... is a very good centre-back. It's just that he's been injured. And he makes mistakes. And he's of rash. Course, but he's rash. every after-fender is rash. Yeah, but that's, that's why you don't see a bunch of them. But look at... No, but the, some of the best Premier League... Um, yeah, but obviously when they mature, that's when you get... That's when when they reach their prime. That's mm. when the after-fenders become like... They're one of the best defenders. Because even league, looking back to, uh, fair enough, truth. I can name after defenders, but I won't say there was an abundance of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but um, yeah. As I said, I'm not gonna take Lindelof out because we brought in Maguire. Do you know what I mean? Even though we feel like Bayi would be a good partner for him, Bayi's still gonna have to prove that because Lindelof was our best centre. So for the first year. game, you think Lindelof, Lindelof and Maguire, hundred percent. So your formation, uh, four three three. I stick yeah. with the four three three. Our midfield, I'd like. To bring in someone to replace Matic, yeah. i.e. a Thomas Party, someone aff that can play that defensive midfield role. And okay, so if you're being realistic with who we know that you're in talks with, who would you say starts in that DM role? I'm not expecting us to bring in anyone on the... Like, I think Matic will still role. start. No, 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 no. Matic cannot start a game for us going forward. <laughs> Matic needs Why to be sold that? for... Even if it's for peanuts, he needs to be gone. <laughs> Scott McTominay... Can play that role. Yeah, Scott McTominay. Scott McTominay, he's a proficient passer. He's a good player. He will give his all for the team. Fam, I'm not expecting wonders from from Scott. Yeah. All I need is him to defend well, be in the right position, and and give all that you, give all that you've got. Yeah. That's all I need from Scott. And fam, I trust him. Like when he when he played, he played a big part in what we were. So Scott McTominay, Paul Pogba. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of controversy around him. Paul, you still think he'll be here? I hope he stays. Do you think so, though? Because I think this is uh, like it's very, very likely, likely that, that he leaves. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, but, I agree. But I, 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 I hope he stays. Still, yeah, yeah, I hope he stays. I I hope he's one of our yeah. best players. Had his best season last year. Yeah, you know he's he's proven quality. You know he may be a bit iffy in terms of his performances consistency wise, but proven quality. Paul Pogba. Yeah, 
um, Bruno Fernandes. I'm hoping to bring in him because yeah, we need another centre midfielder to put alongside and obviously, you know, play with Paul Pogba mm. as he's the main man. So, uh, yeah, definitely looking forward to I've that. I'm screaming at fam. You just need to build your team around Pogba. I'm telling you, fam, because that guy, he's special. So, yeah. moving on to the front three. I like how the front three is looking. You know, it's looking mm. like Lukaku's going to be gone. Yeah. So, we're going to be working with dynamic young players that, that can play any role. That's how yeah. I want it to be. Young G that can play any role within the front three. So, we got Martial. Yeah. Who will probably start on the left, however, can play down the middle. He needs to step up though. Oh, 100%. He needs to step up. Every one of these guys that I mentioned, let me just mention the guys that want to yeah. step up, that need to step up first, actually. Marshall needs to step up. Yeah. We're going to be playing high press, so he needs to prove that he can do that. Yeah. Marcus Rashford needs to step up. Yeah. Due for a big year. I want to see goals. Just, I want to see high press. Just for clarification. I want to see his finishing to for improve. All the, all the um, delusional Man United fans, can you just say Mbappe is better than Rashford? Really? That's not even... I don't even need to say it. That's not a conversation. No, I just, I just want you to say Mbappe it. is clearly better than Thank Rashford. Thank you. I just want to... However, sure. um, new additions, Daniel James, he's going to get a chance to, to play a role. Mm. Expecting big things from him. People are already saying he's just a speed merchant which I completely disagree with. Mm. I expect it to be a quality player once the Premier League season starts. Yeah. Mason Greenwood, <laughs> the young starlet, the young Z that's going to come, 17-year-old that's going to come and yeah, take, I... take the league by storm. Nah. My G, Mason Greenwood, he's going to play a role. And obviously, Jesse Lingard will obviously be involved also. So but, what um, would you say the front three for the first game would be? Martial, I'd say Martial, Rashford. Rashford and... Lingard? No, no, no. Not Lingard. Either Dan James. James to start? Or Mason Greenwood. Really? 100%. I'm that confident. But, um, yeah, I'll go with those three. Either Dan James or Mason Greenwood. Jesse's, Jesse needs, this season needs to be a rotation player, mm. like a utility player, that, a guy that can fill in wherever, whenever someone's injured or whenever we need, or whenever someone's off form, Jesse can slot in okay. and play a role. Just to pose a question to you quickly, yeah? Don't be, because I, I picked out something in it, mm-hmm. and I don't want you to be hypocritical in it. No, far from. But you're talking about the inexperience in Chelsea's lineup, and yep. obviously Chelsea's lineup is young, young, maybe let's say Premier League. Like, there's not the experience isn't there. Yeah, and I believe that most pundits and most analysts, most people, most Chelsea fans yep. who aren't optimists like me would say we're not expecting too much this season. But for Man United, whoa, whoa, whoa! You, just, no, you no, said fourth. What for? No, I'm saying to optimists who aren't like me. Okay, okay, okay. I'm saying they're not expecting too much from Chelsea, and a lot yeah, of people aren't expecting a lot yeah. from Chelsea. No, but we can't. We're not expecting a lot from United. Why? Because we were shite. We are shite. This is all his first season where he's going to implement his system, and if if he even gets a chance to bring in his players, because we've only signed two players, get a chance time. to. He's got more we've, than enough. Fam, it's not up to him what moves that are made. All he does is say, "I want this player. I want that player." If you listen to his recent press conference, he's, he's mad, fam, because he's not getting the players that he's asking for. So, firstly, it's his first season when he's going to get... This is like genuinely his... He kind of gets a fresh start because he gets to implement his system, mm. bring in his players, and this is when we're going to get a chance to see what he's made of. I'm so, just saying, I'm just saying... That no, our expectations are top four. We're not expecting... As in... Yeah. And I think, I think, I think... I'm not saying that we have a better chance than you guys. Like, you do have players. a better chance. Why? We're You've shit. got We're better shit. players. You've got better players. Yeah, but you guys finished ahead of us last season. And yes. we've only brought in Dan James and... Uh, Aaron Wan-Bissaka. Aaron Wan-Bissaka. Yeah, but... Who is a beast. Yeah, but Mine you're going to... You're going to... What's it called? Need to, like, step up. You're, you have to finish above Chelsea. I hope you know that. No, we don't have to. Why do I... According to If you don't who? believe that, then... According to who? If you don't believe that... I, no, then. I'm not saying we have to finish above Chelsea. I'm saying I want to finish above Chelsea. Okay, I'm not I'm trying telling to... you, you have to. No, I don't... All I'm saying, I need a step up from Marshall. I need a step up from Rashford, from Luke Shaw, and I need Lukaku gone. <laughs> Mad. Speaking of guys that are gone, uh, there's been a, a lot of movement within the NBA this yeah. offseason. Uh, players are joining each other's teams, yeah. and there's been a number of dynamic duos created as a result of this. Yeah. So, we're going to list yeah. our top five duos in the NBA. It's only right. It's only right. It's only right we list our top five duos in the NBA mm. as we stand. At number five for me, I'm taking Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum. Interesting. Why is that? Dynamic duo. Why is that? For years. Those guys have been together for seven, eight years. Mm. There's only a few guys that you can say that about. Stephen Clay are one. 
Um, Dame, MVP candidate, one of the best point guards in the league. Arguably, I'd say he's the second best point guard behind Steph. CJ, underrated player. Yeah. Special player. Clutch. Shows up when Dame Dame needs him. The chemistry between them is undeniable. Mm. They can both shoot. You know, it might be argued that they're not the best defenders. However, Portland don't really struggle defensively because of it. They both can get buckets. They're not, they don't, uh, their skill sets don't clash. Yeah. And I feel like there's good a backcourt you'll find in the I NBA. Mean, I, like, I like that selection. I just want to see the rest of the list because there's a lot of That's right. Number four, <laughs> number four, I go Steph and Clay, yeah. Splash Brothers. Again, they're like an upgraded version of Damon CJ. I'd say two of the best shooters, arguably ever. Not even arguably, two of the best shooters ever. Steph, multiple time MVP. Clay, one of the most underrated players in the league. Defensively, Clay is a stud. Mm. Steph is obviously a G. Um, Clay is obviously going to be out to start the season. Yeah. However, should be back in time for the playoffs. So I expect those two to. And basically, it's and without KD now, I expect those two to. Establish themselves again as the best backcourt, arguably, to ever play. Even despite their, what's it called? Even despite the amount of duos that are in the league, from Steph and Clay, their reputation precedes them. Yeah, like those guys. Those guys are staples. Like, no matter what happens between them, they're (laughs) up there. I'm even sad to say they're number four. I'm sad to say they're number four. But all the the three ahead of them are all new duos, and they're, you know, they've been nuts. Mm. So my number three is Kyrie and KD. Mm. Despite KD not being there this season, or was expected that he's not going to be back from his uh, Achilles tear. Yeah, I would still say that KD is still a top, top three, top two, top one think, player think, in the league. Do you think KD is going to come back the same Achilles injury? Obviously, I mentioned, and, and I obviously it's, I think it's in tough. football, an Achilles injury is not as bad as getting one in basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, See yeah. What I mean, I think. I think it'll be the same. You know why? Because he can shoot. Mm. His ability to shoot is not going anywhere. So I expect him to... He might be... It's going to take him a while to get back to 100%. Yeah. But I feel like Kyrie will hold it down in the meantime. And once KD's back for the following season, those guys are automatic title contenders. Two of the best bucket getters in the league. Yeah. Kyrie's going to be a savage with or without KD. And once KD comes back, yeah. So what do you think? For the they're next, gonna they're gonna run the East. So for the next this year, what do you think? Is this like a free pass to just get chemistry or what? Yeah, I think it's a chance for Kyrie because fam, in, with Boston, so, yeah, so people were questioning Kyrie's ability to lead and his ability to to get on with his teammates. So um, I mean, I think it makes sense though that I asked this because if you deep it, the Nets were a B Tech Celtics because. They were focused on moving the ball, team chemistry, young Those players. Young players. Young, that, was a, young that was a big part of it. And now yeah. you've got Kyrie, who was with young players, it was and expected he, to and lead. He flourish. And he didn't flourish. And then he started complaining. So but the difference is for me is yeah. he chose Brooklyn. He was a free agent. Okay. So now it's in his hands. I mean, he it wasn't to... like Celtics wasn't on his list, though. They weren't on his list. Or they weren't on no, his list. On who, his who list. was on his list when he was left the, the Knicks? The Knicks. The Spurs. Uh, the Nets, yeah, the couple other teams, but the the Celtics weren't on his list. Oh, fair enough. So, um, fair enough. Yeah, I expect him to to work hard to build chemistry with the young players. Yeah, and and lead because obviously when KD comes back, they're going to be expected to compete yeah. for a title. So they're solid, man. So what's three. what's what's the ceiling for them this season? Playoffs. Playoffs. I'd and say then, uh, second round. Think you think they'll win again? I could, they could win a series. Second round, I think they could win a series. Yeah, win a series. They'll yeah. probably lose in the second round against like the Bucks or the Sixers. Yeah. Somewhere like that. Uh, my number two is an LA duo. It's Kawhi and Paul George. Oh, man. A new duo. <laughs> yes. Stifling defensively. You know, on the wing, those guys are going to be special defensively. Yeah. Combined with Patrick Beverly as well. But, well, let me let me not, like, you know, argue my, my my number two and my number one. So I'll just talk about Kawhi and Paul George for now. They're going to be special. Kawhi established himself as arguably the best player in the league this yeah. past year. Won, won the championship with the Raptors. Special run. One of the best playoff runs we've seen. 100%. And Paul George just had his best year ever. Uh, number three in MVP race. Uh, I think he led the league in steals. Should have won yeah. defensive player I mean, of the, the year. Number, number one option for the Number for one, Exactly. So, Despite the failures of OKC, Paul George still put up a, a great oh, yeah. year. 
and co- him combined with Kawhi is going to be special. Obviously, it's their first year together. Yeah. However, the Clippers already have chemistry within the guys that they had previously, and adding two guys like a Kawhi and Paul George, it's only going to make them a lot better. Yeah. And clearly, my number one, yes. LeBron and LeBron Anthony and Davis. AD. LBJ. This is, for me, this is going to be the best pick and roll duo ever. LeBron is proving himself to be the best pick and roll handler, mm. arguably ever. And Anthony Davis is the best big man in the game. Easily the best big man in the game. Mm. Throw it up there, he'll catch it and he'll dunk it. That I'm easily. He can I'm step out, yeah. he can shoot. Huge AD, AD fan. I'm telling you. Huge AD fan. AD and LeBron. And people are sleeping on AD. People don't know. AD's coming for the MVP this year. Yeah. Let LeBron feed him. LeBron's going to feed the beast and AD's going to be eating all day. On on the defensive end, AD's going to be protecting the rim. Yeah. Doing bits. LeBron might step up a bit defensively. Now he knows he's competing for a ring, not playing with a bunch of young guys. So I'm expecting a lot from this duo and they are, hands down, my number one duo in the NBA. Okay. Fair enough. So let's let's hear yours. Um, and we can begin the debate. <laughs> I'll say my five, and then yeah, we can respond. Um, I mean, the only place I can start is with number five, and what jumps out to me is that you didn't include these two into your indeed, list. Indeed, and you know what I'm going to say. Indeed, you indeed. do know what I'm going to say. I know. Number five, Harden and Westbrook. Yep, one thousand percent. Yep, there's no way with all the duos. The newly formed duos, the old duos in the league, there's mm-hmm. no way you cannot put Harden and Westbrook, regardless of the team that they're on. Like, I hear the argument that, fair enough, in the D'Antoni system, Westbrook is not maybe the best suited, but the chemistry is instantly there. These two are former t- teammates. Yep. They're bros. Yep. And you know it helps chemistry-wise, especially when Harden and Westbrook play with guys that they actually like. Look at Westbrook with Paul George. Fair enough, they didn't win. Um, but the chemistry was the there. The chemistry was there. Do you get what I'm saying? And now the chemistry is there in an even better team. And yeah, one of exactly. the big arguments... And they can shoot. The Rockets can shoot. And the Rockets can shoot. And fair enough, yeah, Westbrook isn't a great shooter, but one of the big arguments for me as to why I think this duo will work is because even when Westbrook has the ball in his hands, think about it. He's passing to a team filled with shooters. Yeah, exactly. He didn't have that OKC and he was still getting average in 10 assists, basically. Yeah. How many assists is he actually going to average in a team littered with shooters do you get what I'm saying yeah and it's a thing where like one key word that like we need to remember when it comes to this Harden and Westbrook like their chemistry and how well they're going to do is sacrifice bruv they like playing with each other so they will sacrifice for each other they're fam they're two MVP players two all-stars fam they will be able to sacrifice for each other know when they need to um, give up the ball to yeah, one yeah, yeah. and give up the ball to the other. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. What I will say is, I think they'll they'll stack up wins in the regular season. Like they they easily could finish number one, number one seed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys are gonna stack up wins, but I feel like come playoff time, they ain't gonna be there. <laughs> they, they ain't gonna be there. <laughs> I mean, they ain't gonna be when it. They ain't gonna when it comes to the nitty gritty. I don't think. I think it's gonna be the same old Rockets. That's why that's why I put them and CJ ahead of them, I guess. We'll see in it. We'll see. Because you have to remember, obviously, regular season duo and um playoff duo. We don't know which duo is gonna show up. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, and we don't know the chemistry. We don't know the chemistry in the playoffs between Harden and yeah, Westbrook. Exactly. Do you know what I'm it's still yet to be seen. I think, in my opinion, I think Dame and CJ are capped. Like um Dame's always talking about uh be loyal, you can win the ring when you're loyal, mm-hmm. do it the right way. But as much as that's all cool and that, mm-hmm. like it's just, can it really go far? I think I think CJ's still got uh, some uh, some leaps to make. Um, no, but I'm does, saying as a duo, I think they're capped. No, but I'm saying if CJ improves, then obviously they're gonna be a better duo. If CJ does, because what CJ was doing last year in that Denver series, fam, he was holding it down. Yeah, he was. Game seven, he remember dropped like, Portland, and he hit that clutch. It's um, true, but a lot of a lot of Portland's play is ISO like. Really and truly. Yeah, fair enough. But they've got some new, new additions. New additions. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, moving on swiftly. I mean, um, fourth and third doesn't really change. I mean, it speaks yes. for itself. Like, yeah. Steph and Clay, fourth. Yeah, Splash Bros. Like, Splash Bros. Their reputation obviously precedes them. Yeah. Like, they're established. Like, <laughs> literally established. And like, we can't, we can't, 
can't fault them at all. Yeah, yeah. there's no way them, those guys are slipping out the top five. You get what I'm saying? So I'm um, just because um they've lost KD, like you can't just forget everything. Yeah, you can't sleep. Yeah, exactly. They changed the game. They revolutionized no, the game. Literally, literally switched it with the with the three points. Number so. three, number three, Kyrie and AD. Kyrie. Like you did, Kyrie and KD. Sorry, don't want to get that wrong. That obviously, <laughs> but um, Kyrie and KD. Um, again, two great players. Yeah, Kyrie, such a great player yeah. under LeBron. Anyone who plays under LeBron, I mean, becomes a you know LeBron, my guy. But um, yeah, Kyrie, KD, like that. I think they will work. You know, a lot of people. No, no, I'm confident yeah, I'm very work. confident I'm they will work because a lot of people. Both are guys saying, can play on the ball. Both guys. Can do you get what I'm saying? And they've got the center that they wanted in Jordan. In DeAndre, yeah. So like, they hundred percent will work. And but I feel I don't want to get into it, but that's. A questionable addition because they got a young big man that is up to be Jared Allen, yeah, and he is looking very. I think they'll pass good. up on him just because of. I think that's a mistake. Future. That's what I'm saying. I think that's a mistake. Yeah, I mean, but let's not swear away from yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, the yeah, duo yeah. in yeah, isolation, yeah, yeah, and yeah. in isolation, Kyrie and KD oh, will one thousand. It could be the, the the best duo in the league next season. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. When KD's back, but that all depends on how KD comes back. Yeah, because exactly. yeah, yeah. everyone's so confident that he'll come back the same way, but. I don't know. We'll see. He's, Achilles. He's of age, so you never know. Now, another point of point of contention. You know me. I, I'm I'm a LeBron. I'm a LeBronite, just like you are. <laughs> As a LeBronite, but best duo in the league. I give it to Kawhi and PG. So obviously, putting LeBron and AD second. That's fair. That's fair. I tell you why. Kawhi and Paul George are the two best wings in the game. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, that's not good. They're not the two best wings. They're the be- they're two best two-way wings. Two-way wings. Because LeBron okay, two-way wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, two-way wings. Kevin Durant. Well. Yeah, they're the, they're the two best two-way two wings. wings. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I'll agree with the hands now. Doesn't that say everything? Yeah, no, I think it says a lot. I think, <laughs> it, says, said, I think yeah, it says a yeah. lot. It says a you lot. Said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it says a lot. However, I, I don't see that their chemistry is enough. And I know, I know, I know, I know. Defensively, they are going to be nuts. They're going to be crazy. No. Even like, forget the duo. The Clippers defensively will yeah, be a, yeah. a joke. They're going to be nuts. Like, but yeah. They're going to be nuts. So, all right, cool. Let me say this to you. Why do you honestly believe LeBron and AD will be a... Because just because LeBron and AD are buddy-buddy, that yeah. doesn't necessarily mean they're going to because be better than Kawhi. I believe their court. skill sets complement each other. LeBron's going to make AD better because... No, AD hasn't had a player as good as LeBron getting him the ball. So guys are going to have to put two... They're going to have to double LeBron. Mm. And that's going to give AD more room to operate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. More easy buckets, more alley-oops, more easy finishes. Mm. Even get open shots from the three-point line. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Open looks. And same with AD. LeBron's never played with a big man that can uh, catch logs at the rim as well as step out for the three-point shot. Do you mm. know what I'm saying? He's never played with a guy that good. So... They're gonna have to double AD. Whether you're doubling AD, you're making LeBron better. When you're doubling LeBron, you're making AD better. Yeah. So it's a matter of pick your poison. Whereas Paul George and Kawhi, those guys are more so ISO players. Yeah. Those guys aren't. They're not gonna. They're make not playmakers out. Yeah. yeah you know what I'm saying? Not, those guys. But then again, know. I say to you, what I say to you is this: Maybe you're looking too much into the fact that a duo means them together what are they doing together yeah but that's 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 the unique aspect of LeBron and AD true, that's what I give true. them the edge but then another interpretation of that term duo is their production as a duo yeah, do you get yeah, what I mean yeah, 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 rather yeah, than yeah. their production with the chemistry you get what I'm yeah, saying I feel so you it's not, it's not all, down, it doesn't have to always be chemistry yeah, I feel you have to you, look I at the production as, and, and as in terms of production players, yeah. who Kawhi Paul George, George was, did you see what he was the number one option at OKC average 28 do you get what I'm saying yeah, he was a beast. Third in the MVP However, race. he's coming off two shoulder in- injuries, two shoulder surgeries, which is wild. But, mm. And he's not going to be there to start the season. So Kawhi is going to have to shoulder the load to start the season. He will, but obviously load management will come into it yeah, again definitely. for both players. Yeah, so I think the Clippers will be a team aiming for, obviously, to have all their players fit for, um, um, what's it called, for the playoffs. And um, yeah, but as a duo, personally, I just think their production, their production will actually be so, like, their, their stats basically will stand out. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, because those guys are going to carry the load for the Clippers. 100%. As in, carry the load on their back. As in Suarez, Liverpool kind of vibe. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, my thing is, we just need to make sure that we recognise that Kawhi and Paul George, 
No joke. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, 100%, no joke. 100%. <laughs> but I still have LeBron and AD over them. You still have LeBron and AD over them? For we'll sure. See we'll for, see. For sure. We'll see, innit? We'll see, I guess. Yeah, man. So this conversation has actually been very interesting. Like, very interesting. Like, little Premier League talk. Yeah. Expectations for United and Chelsea. Exactly. Little NBA talk. You know, the best years in the league. Yeah. Introducing you briefly to our teams and exactly. these sports, exactly. these various sports. And Man, like, United, I'm Man United through and through. I'm a blue. I'm a blue. Like, that's all I need <laughs> to say. I'm a blue. But, um, fam, uh, speaking of duos, we didn't even mention the likes of Luca. Yeah. Luca, Real Madrid, F Real Madrid player and Chris Dapps. Those guys are going to be special this year. Yeah, like Europe. What other dudes? Ben, Joel and Ben. We missed out on those never, guys. Yeah, we never know what they're going to turn out to Joel and Ben are big time fans. So, listen, there's going to be a lot more content going forward. Yeah. You know, a lot more quality content going forward. And, and <laughs> yeah. we're just looking forward to, you know, giving our takes to you guys and, you know, just revealing ourselves, really revealing ourselves as well as our opinions and perspectives mm. to you guys. But make sure you're getting at us as well, though, because we... Obviously, we have plans on what we want to provide in terms of content. Achieve, but yeah. if you've got something that you want us to speak about, that oh, we can 100%. then transfer to the um, Twitter page and get people talking about it, then let us know, man. Any Not only even on the Twitter page, as well as on the pod. Yeah, exactly. You know, any upcoming sporting events that you would like us to cover, you know, give us a shout because we don't know it was as we said. Do you know what I'm saying? So, you know, and then we can do DM our research, us. do our thing, and then we can speak exactly. about it. Do you get what I'm saying? So make sure you're DMing us, make sure you're commenting, make sure you're liking, make sure you're following. Again, at EOTB underscore pod. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we're just like really privileged and we're happy that we finally got the first episode out. Trust me. Um, going forward, like we said in the beginning, we're obviously trying to bring as much people as possible on in terms of like our family, our friends, and get other people's opinions. Do you get what I'm saying? Because you're going to get tired of our voices. <laughs> trust me. Trust so me. like, we don't so, want it. We don't want to ba- um, bash our opinions. Exactly. Yeah. Anyone's Definitely heads. looking forward to bringing our people on. Yeah. Uh, a number of sporting events that we've got to look forward to. Two weeks left in the transfer window. Yeah, exactly. You know, the last day is always insane. So we're looking forward to you know, the weeks to come in the, the transfer market. Yeah. Uh, a while a while to go for the NBA season, but, you know, NBA trades happen on a crazy, like anything can happen regarding the Wojnowski NBA. bomb. I'm telling you. Wojnowski so, bomb. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I said word bomb, Wojnowski bomb. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot. But Shams from the Shams. Shams, Windhorst, all of them, man. But yeah, man. So one, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. <laughs>